Hello. Hello. How are you? It is good to speak with you. Hello. Hello. We've become much more fancy. Ah. 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 We never start the show in a fun way. So fun. Oh. No, I don't mean that way. No. I mean, like, we started this show in a really whimsical way. Oh, you mean like having fun with it? Yeah, just having fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah, a it's, lot not, of, it's not you. It's not the show. It's just everything. Oh, is it everything? I don't, I don't know what happens over the weekend at this joint. <laughs> I think this is why people, this is why industrialists don't want people to have time off. Okay. All right. Go on. I, I think, didn't realize we I were going to get Marxist enti- here, but let's do it. Well, it's not even that. It's worse. It's Malthusian. I don't know. My my entire office just g- gets its own agenda over the weekend. Uh, things things mean- unplug. Things replug. I came in this morning. My hard drive, <laughs> hard drive was full, and I don't know why. Hmm. And then things were unplugged. Something fell over. My elephant fell off the desk, and I think it pulled down a power cord. Do you think nature is healing? Is yes. that what it is? I, think I, it, I, I saw a sign that nature is healing 15 minutes ago. What was it? I mean, other than the elephant escaping its bonds. The elephant in my room. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> These surly bonds. Uh, the coffee place where I just picked up this um, reasonably sized iced coffee. They just took down their big uh, COVID plastic. Oh, wow. Nature is healing. Well, that's what they say, you know. Did anybody sneeze on you while you were in there? Not that I saw, but I wasn't paying a lot of attention because, you know, it's tough. Oof. But no, I congratulated the, I don't think I know her name. I knew her name several years ago, but I, 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 the coffee lady's plastic is down Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, nature, nature is healing, I suppose. My friend, Chad, friend of the show, Chad. Hi, Chad. Hello. Um, Chad got COVID again. Really? He's I heard it's coming in, back. I heard it's in the water. <laughs> it is. He's coming he's down in Bend, Oregon right now with COVID for the fifteenth time or something. And I'm and uh, I just don't know what to do about it. No, I mean nothing did, I can did do. Did Chad like um oh see I shouldn't ask this. I'm not asking this about Chad in general, but like do you see a higher incidence of people who get COVID and re get COVID in like people who were like, Woo getting back oh, into it? No, but you know, they are in show business, so they do meet you know, they do have to get out and meet people that are traveling around. It's got to get in that yellow zone. Yeah. Get in the yellow zone. And, uh, and so, you know, it's out there, but I still haven't had it as far as I know. Yeah, me I mean, maybe, yet, yeah. yeah. So still don't want it as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't either. Maybe, maybe that's what my computer has. How did the hard drive get full while you weren't watching it? Well, I mean, it's not interesting but i think a couple things can happen i think one big thing that happens is uh uh dropbox will sneak up on you like oh it sure does because Ooh. as with your email you know something merlin man used to say you know your email is also everyone else's email and like your dropbox is also anybody the dropbox is anybody you share it with so when things start to pile up at a rate of like 35 gigs per episode you know oh. that starts to evidence itself a lot, lot of gigs and I'll I'll try and address this. I, I have so many other things to address. I don't know if I can address the computer today, but I'll, I, I'll do uh, my best, Mr. Computer. Yes, Mr. Computer I see. Was my I, father's name. I see you. 
I, uh, I my thing fills up all the time uh, because I keep a local copy for some reason. I have no idea why. I have local copies of all of the Friendly Fire episodes, and it's really only my side of the conversation. <laughs> I could throw them all in the garbage. I know. I could just delete it all. But I know, I know, I know. And and uh, I don't. There, there's a, there's a funny thing in life. I, I've seen two instances of uh, of this observation, which I think is an interesting observation. And uh, uh, in the last couple of days. Somebody was talking about how in political polling, the only probabilities anybody understands are zero and 100. Mm-hmm. And, and I found myself in a friendly way yesterday. It wasn't in a, in a browbeating way. But I was saying to my family yesterday how I've long held the belief that you're either early for something or you're late for something. There, there is no such thing as being on time for something. There is no time uh, on time. There is only due. And I think when it, and I think <laughs> when it comes to stuff on your hard drive, you either have all the room in the world or you're out of space. Hmm. Mm. It's like gas. So the your, so car, your car doesn't run. Most cars, most cars, maybe your car. Most cars don't run that differently when they're low on gas. True. No, that's right. They run They'll exactly run the way they run, so they fine. don't run anymore. <laughs> also, kind of like you know, what is it, uh, Ernest Hemingway? You know, and how you go broke. Oh sure, baby shoes. Sure, Slo- yeah. slowly at first, and then all at once. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, there must have been something in the water yesterday. Yeah, the water that the the, the, the body Father's, water, Day, Father's Day water, Father's Day water that 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 goes between Seattle and San Francisco. But I got a message that popped up. I love that we are doing a Mac podcast because I've always wanted to be part of one. I've always wanted to be like one of the guys. Well, you didn't get invited to the goggles, and I don't have any control over that. But I want to yeah. make sure you know that your your Macintosh talk is always welcome here. Thank you, thank you. Well, I got a thing that said, oh, your Apple cloud is full, <laughs> and you need to upgrade to one billion uh, terawatts. Yeah. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Try, try whoa, the seven gigaflop. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. I am not, first of all, I am not joining. Uh, I, do not, I do not consent to this no, commercial I offer. I, I, I was not, told, I said, to put me on your do not contact do list. Do not contact list. Yeah. I, I am not joining a new streaming service just to watch this show for free. I am not going to get, you know, 1.1 gigawatts of memory for my Apple cloud because I don't need that. I want you to give me a button that I can click on to manage my stuff. And so there was no button because that's not what they want. And so I went online. Yeah, and I said, all they give I... you is like the I'm a fucking idiot button. Yeah. Cancel but, or I'm a fucking idiot. idiot. And so online they were like, oh, we'll help you manage your stuff for only six ninety nine a month yeah. if you download managerstuff.org. Yep, 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 and I was yep, like, I'm not going to download your thing. I don't want to pay six ninety nine. Did you try the three Peter Chunks uh, pseudo offer? <laughs> I, I didn't want that either. And so then <laughs> click to continue. <laughs> I went into the uh, the Apple Photo app, the Apple Photo as they call it, and I was like, show me the money, show me the button where it allows me to you manage had me my at your cloud is full. My cloud is full. And so then, yeah. I, you know, and if your cloud is full, it's going to start precipitating. But in this case, oh, I, I mean, that's just physics. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right, show me what is taking up all the memory. You know, let me get in there. I'm sure there is some hour long video of my phone in my pocket. I'll tell uh, you what it is. It's the time. <laughs> if, if, it's, if you follow the Merlin method, it's where you thought uh, you'd been recording an entire child's recital, but actually that's when you turned it on, was at the end of the recital. And then it yeah. just ran in your pocket for a while. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm sure there are ha- half a dozen of those that have taken up a, you know, oh, one. Oh, the camera's great, man. The blacks are so black. The blacks are really black. Really crisp. Yeah. Uh, and I, and you can, the thing is, there's one of those, there's one where my phone was in my pocket while I was going on a nature tour in a little, in one of those little, uh, trains on wheels with a, with a, like a canvas top, a, train. a tram, a tram, oh, okay. uh, where they were driving us around a nature preserve. And there was a woman on a microphone going, and on your left, you can see the Buffalo are beginning their, their yearly rut. And I, and <laughs> the phone was in my pocket for like an hour and an hour and a half. Oh, jeez. And you can hear it in the background, but you can also hear me talking to, my kid, when she's about four or five. Oh, really? And I'm like, look at the buffalo. And she's like, the buffalo. And Millennium Girlfriend was there. So Millennium Girlfriend is also talking. Oh, wow. And I can't bring myself to delete it. Not oh, that I've ever listened to it all the way through, but I'm like, well, 25 years from now, I'm going to sit and listen to this <laughs> this buffalo tour. And I'll hear uh, just this sort of incidental conversation. It'll be and it's probably it's at least a Google of of memory that it's taking up. It's probably most of a Google, yeah. Yeah, close to a Google. Yeah, but you can't get rid of those. So what am I going to do? I don't want to upgrade, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to. You're I don't on the horns spend, of a dilemma, my friend. Like so, yeah, you've got to engage. You started out wanting. Like, do I want that picture? Do I want that picture? Do I want that picture? Uh, and it's it's so. it's so it's so odd and opaque. Uh, there's a service that I got there's so many things i get from my family and they don't know about and don't use or hate like john i don't like receiving nuisance phone calls i wish i could just shut off my phone i I just there's like the simplest thing that i that i want that oh god i just got another warning my disc is full Um, Uh, you you can shut off your phone i do it all the time right but i don't even want the residue of a phone call so I mean, I mean, oh, I the, easiest, mean. the easiest one in the world for me, and this is hard because we're all dealing with these legacy contacts that go back a million years, and who knows how long ago somebody's phone number changed and blah blah. But I've always wanted the simplest little button in the world, which is only ever <laughs> accept a phone call from people in my phone book, and like don't even let them leave a voicemail. Like you know, to me, it would be like it's like going to I don't know something like. It's like going through the garage where you're like, there's a chance there's something here that I want, but I doubt there's any. Anyway, all that kind of stuff. But then, okay, so anyway, I don't like those kinds of calls. I don't like the warranty calls. And I, long story short, there's a service through our, it presents itself as an iOS app, but Mm. it's provided by our cellular provider. Mm. And it does a neat thing, which is it does nuisance call and known spam call blocking at the network level. It's not happening at your phone. Lots of stuff you want to happen on your phone. Other stuff you don't even want to touch your phone, right? But the problem is, and that's great, I get so few nuisance calls. The ones I do get, I block, whatever. It's not a perfect solution, but it's pretty good. But the thing is, my wife is a grown person who has to use her phone for things. And yes. she gets unknown callers all the time, and she doesn't mind. Oh, yeah. So what she did was, and this is a totally sensible thing to do, which is she deleted the app that lets you control that. And I said, well, uh, you're uh, going to think this is crazy, but deleting the app doesn't make it go away. That only gets rid of your ability to control it because it's happening somewhere besides your phone. I think there's a lot of stuff like that where you're talking about this manage settings or whatever button. And you're like, well, what am I looking at here? Where does this live? There's not much sense of where things live anymore. Hmm. Hmm. And and like sometimes it's difficult. Like, do you understand the value proposition? If you were to go buy a, another uh, a jig jig chick of 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 iCloud, do you have a clear idea of what you'd get out of that? 
more mm-hmm. phones or more uh, more phones, more yeah, more videos, more, more photos. What would you get out of it? Uh, you just you would get out of it uh, the two ninety nine a month that they want you to pay for it until until it gets through that red bar again that says Merle's got too much Dropbox on his thing. So this morning, yeah. So what I what I realized not very long ago on my trip on my trip around Europe, I realized something or not Europe on my trip around uh, the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I realized something important, which was. And this is not going to be surprising, but it's, you know how things sometimes aren't surprising, but they're still kind of a, a realization. There's a phrase people used to use about uh, the, the, the twice impeached, uh, disgraced, twice indicted ex-president, where they used to say that it's, what did they say? It's, it's not surprising, but it's still shocking. There are those things in life where you're like, oh, it's not that I never could have anticipated this, but still when it does happen. Yeah, you know, right. It's, right. It's like, <gasps> Well, so on this trip, and, and when I first came back from the trip, I was I was uh, was really in this space of like, <clears throat> oh wait a minute, I'm really good at this. I can go to the Middle East and travel all around and see all kinds of things that probably weren't on anybody else's list of things that even sound like a vacation, but and some of them sound perilous even. Right, but I never. Oh, felt you talk, you're talking about like, off the beaten path type situation. Well, that and just like why, if you're if you're in a place like that, you should be going to the museum and not just parked outside of the Gaza Strip watching people go through security. What? It, what? Why would you even spend two hours doing that? And I'm just having the time of my life, right? But also like navigating all of the. All of the like, oh, you shouldn't go into Palestine. Well, actually, it's really easy. You just go into Palestine. Well, you shouldn't. Well, I know, but it's, but yes, you should. Of course you should. Right. And, and going between these countries and, and, and uh, staying places and stuff, I never once felt incompetent or stressed even. Things happen. You deal with them. Right. I'm good at dealing with that kind of thing. You didn't go into it with the mindset of, um, uh, okay, I'm going to avoid this big topic I want to get into. But let's just say you didn't go into it with this idea of a, 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 a philosophy of privation and fear. Of, no. of like, I need to, I'm, I've been told by everybody I know that I shouldn't do this at all. And if I do this, there's all these things I shouldn't do. And I've been admonished not to do these things. And so far, you have not adopted that attitude and you haven't suffered from not having it. Right. I just ignored all of that and was like, I know what I'm doing. I mean, you know, yes, you probably shouldn't go into this part of Lebanon because that's who you are. But I'm definitely going there because that's who I am. And I won't get in trouble. And you probably would because you you would already be. But even that, who cares? I came back from that trip going, wow, I'm really good at that. And then I got here and I sat down on the couch. And the next day I got an email from somebody that said, you need to print out this PDF, sign it, and fax it back to me by the end of the day, or the bank isn't going to accept the, the, uh, you know, the change. And I was like, I don't, I wrote back and said, I don't have a printer or a fax machine. And they wrote back and said, well, the, and so, oh, so I digitally signed it with DocuSign. 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 And then they wrote back and said, the bank won't accept DocuSign, (laughs) a thing that it took me two and a half years to actually learn how to use. You have to actually sign it. But here's the thing. You can sign the paper and take a picture of it with your phone. 
But as do you long still as have to fax it? No, as long as it's a real signature on a real piece of paper. What's the part they're can, objecting to is that they, they don't trust the, um, whoever, DocuSign, Adobe or whoever, they don't mm-hmm. trust them as an intermediary for passing that through to them? Pete beats the ever-loving shit out of me. But what... It's all just I'm, bullshit. It's all just scribbles on paper. It's all just... And I'm, so I'm sitting here on the couch. I've been back in the country for 12 hours, and I immediately feel absolutely incompetent oh, just like on this is the story of my life this unable is, i wish you hadn't said this oh that's how i feel all the time now yes exactly well it's how i feel all the time like i'm not made to live in this world i don't know how to do this not only do i not know how to do it anytime anything i do i mean let alone like little easy things but certainly anytime what i do touches any institution mm. any institution i i find out that there's like there's some kind of a process that they act like makes complete sense and makes no sense I hate to invoke Franz Kafka, but that really is, is how it feels sometimes. And this was the this was the because it was so proximate to the feeling that I had had just the day before, yeah, where I went right. from Beirut to Amman to Jerusalem to Tel Aviv to Atlanta to Seattle in the space of twenty four hours, and the whole time I, I you know like supposedly. The, the the airport security in all these places is the most draconian in the world. And I'm basically skipping through with a hula hoop, just like, this couldn't be more fun. And then I'm sitting on my couch, and I just feel that crushing In your own home, like, John. Yeah, in my, where my children play with their toys. I know. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, and I have this, this pow of like, oh, wait, there is no need for a person like me in the present world. (laughs) The people that are thriving in the present world are a different kind of person than me. And they feel like normal people and they don't understand why I can't just... X. Can't just figure it out. No, but like, why can't you just X? Why can't you just... Well, just the, the, vari- so, the variable. Like, there's this thing that, oh my God, you are like the only person I have ever met who manages to be an adult who can't figure out how to do X. And Everybody so, else does this just fine several times a day, John. It always feels <clears throat> like somebody saying, oh, you're depressed? Well, why don't you just get up at five in the morning and go for a, a run like I do? Then you won't be depressed. And it's <laughs> like, why don't I just get up at five in the morning and go for a run like you do? And then I won't be depressed. Wow. I mean, that's That's a that's pretty amazing. sophisticated standing, understanding of other people. That's you have a really problem sad. that I don't have, and I have a solution that you don't need. Have fun. My, my psychiatrist does it to me all the time. He, ba- he doesn't say it, but he basically says, well, you know, I married my college sweetheart, and I ended up not having any of these problems that you're talking about. And I'm like, hmm, wow, thanks for that insight. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you well, could just so, so you get an email from uh, Thomas Aquinas, and he's like, "Why don't you just learn to love the Lord?" <laughs> Work for me. <clears throat> so what I realized in that moment was, oh, wait a minute, the world. I was made as a herding dog, right? Ooh. And the the world only needs lap dogs now. Nobody needs a herding <laughs> dog. <laughs> Nobody need. Nobody's got any sheep anymore. There's yeah. no sheep in my world. What this world needs is is dogs that would sit on your lap and cuddle and and uh, and and look at you with big loving droopy eyes, and I wake up every morning and I'm like sheep 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 where you know where are my sheep where am I supposed to herd I've got a job to do, and there's no job for me, 
Right. And the only job of and so And so that what ends up happening is what feels like your job or your role, perhaps, what feels like, you know, a natural role. And I, I mean, we're being silly with calling it this or that, but like, yeah. it isn't just that you want to, it's not you're bossing people around or, or hurting all the time, but you're like, the, like you don't have, a, there's no role for what you do. Mm. And, and if what everybody has is, a lap where they like the dog to sit, you're just going to be disruptive. Well, yeah, I'm going to, they're going to put me in the lap and I'm going to fidget and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, grab the magazine and I'm going to shake it in my teeth. And people are like, why can't you just look at that other lap dog? He's so content. Why can't you just sit on the couch and lap? And it's not even sheep. I, I don't give, I don't give a fuck about your sheep. I was, you know, I'm meant to stand on the top of a craggy rock and look at the horizon. Fuck the sheep. I mean, there's a, and I can see a thousand sheep. You know, that's all. Oh, you've got to, you developed that thing. A lot of dogs have the thousand sheep stare. The thousand sheep stare, right? Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever God put me here mm -hmm. to do, sir. Yes. It was, it is not something that modern life requires. And sitting on that couch and realizing that, I, I went, oh, I've known this my whole life. Uh, but this is just such a dramatic contrast between feeling like the most competent person in the room to the least competent person in the room within the space of hours. And the world I live in is the one that I feel the least competent. And the one <laughs> that I feel yeah. the most competent is like... The one where you're oh, theoretically the outsider. Well, or the one where I was like, oh, I should have been a war correspondent when I was 21. I might be dead by now, but i that's what I was supposed to do, probably. Right. To just like show up at a bombed out hotel somewhere and say, does anybody have a pencil I can borrow? Like, that's what that's right, what God right, put right. me here to do. And so I went to the people closest to me. Oh, no. And I said, hey, everybody. <laughs> Am I the weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm the weirdo, aren't I? <laughs> no, I said, listen, here, here's here's where I'm coming from right now. Um, I'm comfortable now asking for help. Uh, and what I need, what I need mm -hmm. is help doing things that you don't think are things that I should need help doing. My whole life, every relationship I've ever gotten into, when I have said, I have a really hard time finding the form that I'm supposed to send back that was due yesterday. And all of the people in my life who have no trouble doing that stuff think that it's a teaching moment where they go, oh, well, here's but where does, you Does it start with a stern lecture? Does it start with, see, this is that thing I told you about? You should be better with your forms? Some of that, but a lot of this kind of like condescending, like, oh, aren't you an infant? Let me teach you how envelopes work. Right. And I go, I know how envelopes work. I know that forms exist and I know that... It, that but yeah, I... Yeah, that, that's not, that part's not the problem. Yeah, that's not it. I need... Something else. And you've seen me, and you love me, so you've seen me enough times fail to get that into the bank in time, and then I default on a thing, and then I'm putting out fires. And I know to you it sounded simple that I just do it and get it in, but, I d but it was not simple. And I can't tell you why. But you've seen that it happens over and over. So, you know, I'm not just being intransigent. I'm not just a child because I do other things that are, that nobody could do. Mm -hmm. I just, and so, you know, uh, 
a person close to me said, what do you want for Father's Day? And I said, <clears throat> here's what I want for Father's Day. The windshield of my truck has a big crack in it. The crack has been there for six months. Every time I get in the car, I look through the cracked windshield and I think, what an incompetent person you are. You should have fixed this windshield six months ago. Now, every day, that's my first thought climbing into my own car. What an incompetent person you are. This is an easy thing to do. Fix a windshield. Yeah. And yet you cannot do it. You have not done it. You cannot do it. Another day will go by. For, can, can I just say, and tell me if I'm wrong, but for some reason, it's not fixed. For some reason, I haven't fixed it. For some reason. It's not, that, again, it's not that you don't know what forms are. It's not you right. don't know what signatures are. It's not that you don't know that there is a pathway. It's just that every, it seems like everybody else thinks it's so easy to just get the windshield fixed. And it's never that easy. So, and that's what happens <clears throat> when I say, I got this windshield. They say, well, just call the windshield company. And I my say, friend, and then it, t- it took a week and a half. They, the first time they came out, they brought the wrong windshield. Every story like that takes a year off my life. A year off. A year off. Because I'm canceling other things. I'm moving things around. And I'm, every single one of these just fix the windshield things to all these fucking normal people. To them, that's the only thing in the world. They the act like that's the only thing in the world that is on my mind today. Or is, it needs to be done today. But it lives amidst... 300 other things, maybe 100 of which I know about. They're constantly being sprung on me, and now I've got to change it, and I don't have a project manager. There's nobody who's making sure that both these things get done before this one day. There's dependencies nobody else is aware of, and then on top of it all, the windshield guy brings the wrong windshield, because I guess he only does it for fun, and he's not really a professional. <laughs> and and at least for me, and I think probably for you too, mm. the, 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 the first thought I have is, you're an incompetent. And then I carry that around in my in my backpack all day because I forget about the windshield five minutes later because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about – Get some other shit you should have done. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about the war on Mars that's yeah. going to happen in 2279. And, but I've still got the you're, – you're an incompetent on my shoulder. And then when I can't solve the war on Mars problem, I add another like, well, you're too fucking incompetent to do that even. If, if we can't solve the war on Mars, then what can you do? And so the people around me that, that you know, scare quotes, want to help me, what they, they go the extra step, which is I got the number of the window replacement <laughs> guy. Here it is. And I say, finding the phone number of the window replacement guy was not my problem. I, too could have Googled window replacement guy. Like I know what I'm printing out that form for you. Here you go. Here you go. And so what I said in answer to that, what would you like for father's day? I said, I would like help replacing the windshield of my truck. I don't want you to pay for it. I will pay for it. I want you to organize it. And the person said, yeah, 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 I know. But what do you want for Father's Day? Like a present. And I said, the greatest gift you could give me is to help me replace the windshield on my truck. (laughs) Yeah. The greatest gift anyone could give me is to help me print out that PDF, sign it, and send it back. More than any material thing, more than love, 
more than cuddling, more than it would just be but, because but, I would but, get but, in but my the, truck I, and I would go. La, da, 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 I'm also, not John, it's, it's did the form go through? Did they get it? Was it signed right? Did yeah. the right person get like there's not one thing to do anything. There's infinite follow up to almost everything. And every project has five other projects hiding inside of it because almost every system we've built up today for somewhat materials reasons, probably the, the onus is complete, completely on the individual to do all of the heavy lifting follow up. Of, of every single part of it. It's not that I need somebody to help me with the concept of the window needs to get fixed. I want you to call me when it's done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I don't need the phone number and, and, and I don't need that, you know? And so, so then the next step happens and that's what happened this morning. My phone rang at nine o'clock in the morning and I woke up, huh? huh? It was a phone call from my uh, daughter's mother slash partner. Yes. Saying the painter's, are there at your house? And I said, the painters? And she said, yes, they tried to call you four times, but you didn't answer. Lovely. Well, because my phone is set somehow to not let people who don't know me call. So there, so what happened was I said, my basement has needed to be painted for two years. And for Father's Day, if you're not going to replace the windshield of my car, will you help me organize some painters and she said yes i will do that and so just to be clear here she's she's good at stuff like this right so well I mean, it, it, if she needed her basement painted the painters would be there on friday the mm -hmm. basement would get painted and then on monday it would be painted this is how it happens at her house and i said all i need is that Whatever that is, is it four phone calls? Is it two emails and four phone calls? Is it four emails and two phone calls? I don't know. It never, I don't know because it never happens because I live in a house that for two and a half years just needs somebody to come paint the basement. And so she set it up, but she did the thing where she was like, uh, okay, I called them and they are coming, but they need you to reply to the email where they ask whether you want eggshell semi-gloss or whether you want tooth enamel mm. uh, flat gloss. Mm -hmm. And I forgot about the email or I, I don't know. I looked at it and then I didn't reply to it immediately and then I forgot it existed. And what I, what I was trying to tell her was, I need you to see it all the way through. This like, is the part where the present really comes in. Yeah, like... Pick the color for me and just tell me when it's done, right? It's And I'll pay for it and I'll do whatever, you know, I'll, if, you, if you call me and ask me a question, I will answer it. If you tell me that I need to drive to Yakima to pick up the thing, I'll drive to Yakima. But just give me orders, basically, in real time, things to do. Give me a, a give me, don't give me a list of things to do. Just tell me the next thing to do. And I can and I can do it with a lightsaber. And so she says, the painters are at your door. And I wake up and I throw on my pants and I run to the door and I go, oh, painters. And they go, yeah, we never heard back from you about what color of eggshell you wanted. So we need to go in the basement and you tell us what. And I was like, whatever you normally do, do that. Like the normal thing. Don't, don't do the special. I don't need any special. Just, is it normally this? And they're like, well, normally we would do. And I'm like, that's all. Don't even, don't say another word. Just do the thing that is the most normal because uh, anything more than that is going to 
completely derail me. If you give me a choice between two colors of eggshell, we'll be here until And John, as your friend, I, I continually, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, I want to keep chiming in with this other part. This is not the only thing in the world that you're dealing with. <laughs> no, no. This, this today, let alone no. this month. Well, and they don't even There's know. There's like 80 of these things going on all the time oh. where people are asking you what, what, how glossy you want your eggshell to be. And they're and not I even... could spend two weeks troubleshooting an incredibly complex problem with some kind of, uh, you know, like some kind of like, you know, smart home thing or like, or with, you know, there's all kinds of things where like I can do stuff, other people, it would make them shudder to mm. think about what weird mind you have to have to deal with that. But I can't have 80 different projects about what color I want the eggshell to be and whether the person got my call or whether the form was received in the right way. That's, do they, do that they is know killing how, me. How, how full my cloud is? That, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't John. even prepared for my cloud to be full. And the problem is, none of those things are even close to being within a mile of things that I have the talent to do, right? Like, like if they not for come, lack of trying. No, if they had knocked on the door and had said, two blocks up the street, there is an army of. Uh, of you know like not zombies if there's a there's like an army marching on our town i would have said i'll be right there and i would have walked around the house and picked up all my spare swords and i would have said you I would, you, you would say house. i've learned lessons from general mcclellan we're not mm. going to do that again no 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 you you think you want the high ground here i'm not going to be your mcclellan but, but the high ground the high ground is actually a MacGuffin. uh-huh you know some sometimes being safe is not safe you got to get out there and fight those Confederates. And I think a lot of the people around here would go, ah, and they'd go into their bomb shelter, and I would be like, finally, something to do. And they're not even, none of these people are even aware I'm fighting a war on Mars in 2,242. No With a full cloud. And so that, so this morning, so then I wrote you, and I was like, I got to cancel the show today. Oh, and right, you, right, right. And I got the message back from your cloud that said Merlin has his notification silenced. Yeah. And I was like, Merlin has his notification silenced. But it's time but for the show. But it's yeah. almost time for the show. Right. And then you then you wrote me and you were like, uh, I have my notification silenced because our show isn't for another hour and a half. Well, I didn't say that. I said, <laughs> no. I said, I said, no, I didn't get it. I'm a big do not disturb boy. Right. Because then, I, the <laughs> only, my only bulwark against madness is turning off almost all notifications <laughs> almost all the time. Me too, but then that's how you get it. That's how you get painters at the door. Yeah. That you're not even. That you're like, oh well, I I hung up. Uh, wind wind. We've been trying. So we've not. been trying to reach you for two days. Why? Exactly. And so so at that point, you know, at, at that point, I was. Uh, uh, I I realized that it was nine thirty and not ten thirty. Because we don't record at ten, we yeah. record at eleven. But you felt kind of back on your heels at that point, and, and you well, were a little is, bit. Yeah, this is another thing that I don't think anybody in my life understands, which is I often don't know the difference between nine thirty and ten thirty, because I don't have any other reference points. Like I'm trying to triangulate my location in time, and I don't have a. Th- I don't have a third place to ping. One hour is not going to make a difference once the war on Mars starts. Just be, exactly. ready for, just be ready for that. Thinking that all of these skills that you've accrued over time of being good at doing what you're told with forms, once the Battle of Mars starts, that's not going to count for a lot. When I got turned away at the border to Jordan, and the guy at the border crossing in Jordan 
said, oh, we're only letting Palestinians through this border crossing because they're firing missiles right now at Jerusalem, and so we're closing this to outsiders. I walked back to the hired car guy who was a Palestinian Catholic, and I said, well, I guess we got to go past Jericho up to the next border crossing. And he said, well, there's only three border crossings into Jordan. And I said, I bet you the next one's fine. (laughs) And so we drove you know, two hours up to the other one and went through there and they were like, welcome to Jordan. You're like a Middle Eastern Mr. Magoo. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and for growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, you can engage with your audience and you can sell anything whether that's your products, services, or even the stuff that you create. Whatever it is you want to do, Squarespace has got you covered. So much you can do. You can use their insights to grow your business. So if you've ever wondered where your site visits and sales are coming from and which channels are the most effective, you can analyze all of that in Squarespace. And once you got that data, you can improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or your most popular products and content. Of course, you can sell your products in an online store, Again, whether that's physical objects, digital stuff, whatever it is, Squarespace has the tools that you need to start selling online. One of my favorites, you get started with the best-in-class website template, and then you customize it to fit your own needs. It really is as easy as browsing the category of your business. uh, You can find a perfect place to start, and then you customize it all yourself. Just a few clicks, a couple drags, and Bob is your uncle. It's the best. Uh, You're using Squarespace right now because that is where the Roderick on the line podcast is hosted uh ever thus it shall be uh one imagines a b- big fan of squarespace they do my personal sites and they probably ought to be doing yours uh, as well as for your business you know if you got a business go on to your business and let squarespace take care of the rest so right now please go to squarespace.com supertrain get yourself a free trial with no credit card required and then when you're ready to launch use our very special offer code supertrain and that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Once more, it's squarespace.com slash supertrain. Sign up with that offer code supertrain for 10% off of your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> I'm coming through this entrance. <laughs> and I, and I, I walked in to that place and there was a guy sitting behind a desk and I was like, where do you rent a car in this place? Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, well, there's a guy... There's a guy sitting at a at a folding table, like like uh, on the other side of the of the uh, the barrier. And I was like, "Thank you, sir. Thank you, good sir." Yeah. And I walked out there and I was like, "Give me a car." And the guy was like, super friendly, smoking a cigar, and he was like, "How many cars can I get you today?" You know, like all of that just is fun. No stress about it. Just like if I don't find a car, then I'll buy a donkey. Like I, I just know it's going to work out. But these people standing at my door are like, what color eggshell do you need? And I'm like, I, you are, I'm about to die. I'm literally about to die Mm -hmm. from a feeling of total incompetence. It's so difficult. Can I jump in here? It is all you, my friend. It's, it's so, it's so difficult to talk about because, for a variety of reasons. One of the things is, it really sounds like, when I say things like what you're saying, I'm not going to comment on what you're saying. When yeah. I say things like what you're saying, it's become clearer and clearer to, clearer to me over the last 
couple of few years that I am the weird one. And, and I, I'm going to say a thing I'm not supposed to, to think, and I'm going to say a thing I'm, I'm probably not supposed to say because it sounds so kind of sociopathic, but I, 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 I'm, I, 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 I don't know what to ask. Is it, I'm asking for patience. I'm asking for something. There are just things where like the skills that I've developed in life to get by, some of which are just plainly practical adult skills that anybody hopefully kind of comes up with other kinds of things. Sometimes it's a little clever or a trick. And then honestly, a lot of my life is just kind of spackled together to cover up the parts of me that are broken. And I know that I'm totally aware of that, but like, it's just something I have to admit it, it hurts. It hurts my feelings. It's galling to me. How many people go, just pick a color. And it's like, I, look, I understand why you say that. The same way I've always understood why you don't think procrastination is real. And you say, oh, just go do the thing. And it's like, well, okay, I understand, I understand, I understand. But like, and so like, now at a certain point. Get up point, at five and go for a run, Merlin. You'll feel a lot better. <laughs> There's a funny bit. I love the uh, comedian Amy Schumer. She has a pretty funny new Netflix thing. She's talking about how she's like, she can't sleep. She never sleeps. She just can't sleep and she's terrible at it. And she said, and then you got that friend that goes, have you tried melatonin? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's the perfect joke. It's the perfect, like the perfect example of that. That joke no it never occurred to me to try melatonin i'm so fucking stupid why don't i just try melatonin that's good i'll sleep fine oh my god so wait did you used to have trouble sleeping and then you heard about melatonin you tried it you never had a single tr- oh my god why did i not do that like what, what Merlin, do you- why don't you why don't i buy a fax machine that's also a printer just get a multi multi-use thing and then use it yeah pr- plug it in hook it up get it working but like the I I mean and like so the part the part where I'm just begging I'm throwing like nello contendere I'm just throwing myself on the mercy of the court is like look I I'm really reluctant to say I'm sorry for this because I'm not sorry for this what I'm trying to let you the people who care about me know is that I'm not built the way you all are and every attempt I make to try and explain not because I want you to cut my steak for me but because I I want you to understand why things are sometimes difficult or easy for me and not for you because we're different people, but I, I, I no longer even get people's interest in talking about that. And so now I'm in this position where I'm like, I'm not sure, should I just agree to become somebody, to act as though I'm somebody completely different from who I am? Or do I become a complete nut and just go live in a cardboard box somewhere? I, I, it's, it's really, it, it throws me off because sometimes I feel like I'm at the end of my rope. I've had a really hard time and I go like, fine, I'll just do whatever anybody wants me to do. But you can't. That's the thing. You can't say yes, please, eggshell to everybody at the same time. You're, that problem doesn't go away just because you go, I lost. You still have to get through all those things. That's the problem. These 70, 80, whatever dumb projects, your cracked windshield or like, I mean, the unevenness at one point on the sidewalk where you know that's got to be fixed someday. Mm. Or just, you know, whatever. And then there's just all the psychic drama that goes on inside. And, but, like, I end up coming back. To, then, then I get my dander up a little bit, as much as I try not to. And I think the problem with so much of this stuff is I don't under... And this is where I get into Holden Caulfield mode. Is my reaction to power, my reaction to institutions is very unwholesome. It always has been. I used to be better at covering up, and now I can't even cover it up. 
I'm so put off by people who act like because I said so is an answer to anything. Whether that's like why you need to be on Instagram, why you're waiting on, on, in a two-hour line for Japanese pancakes, whatever it is you're doing, you're doing all this shit that makes no fucking sense to me. And you just do it because that's what people do. It started, starts to feel, and I know this makes me crazy, like it's all cut from the same cloth, which is like this dumb fucking society has told us all this crap we need to do to fill every second of our day with horse shit. That when this, this dumb idiot approaching senior man says, so why do you need me to do that? He's the weirdo. He's the outsider. And it's not just why do I need to stand in line for two hours to get Japanese pancakes. Hey, if you enjoy that, go nuts. But like the why do you need... John, I order groceries through Instacart fairly often. And I, because they've trained me well over time, and one thing that I'm not, I'm not complaining about people, but I am just saying this is what it's like to be in my head. I've been yelled at so many times in a Kafka-esque way. I've been admonished about, we tried to call you, and I say, well, look, I've already I've picked a replacement for each one of these items. And I've also added a note here that says, for anything that's out of stock, a refund is fine. Thank you very much. Whatever, you know, all those kinds of things where it's like, my, I, as always, you would never know this to hear this podcast. My goal in life is to always be the least annoying person somebody has to deal with each day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I always want to go out of my way to make it easy. It's like I'm approaching this soup Nazi to order my mulligatani. I want to have all my ducks in a row, and I want to be, I want to be nice, and I want to like let you win, and I want everything to go fine. And then, like, but then the things, like, like we texted, not, not just Instacart, but all kinds of things, like what you're describing. Like, we, we texted you three times, contacted you. It's because it's truly Kafka-esque. Like, I don't know what this is about and why you need this answer to do what you're describing. Like, mm-hmm. this, what is this form for? Is this a different form from before? And, like, oh, no, that was with Jeannie and she's out for the week. And then you're like, and but all these things. And I'm like, I keep, it keeps falling apart for me at the point of, like, when I feel like I'm ready to break and say, fine, just let dogs tear my corpse apart in the public square if that's what pleases the system. But then that dumb little fucking part of me, that little eight-year-old kid who got tired of being pushed around goes, wait a minute, what is this for? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you need? Why are you so worked up about this and contacting me about this? I just gave you this detailed set of instructions that I actually don't care. I just ordered a bunch of stuff because I wanted to order a couple things and I mm. needed thirty. But like for each one of these, it's okay to refund it. And I, and I even know. Listen, listen, you who are Instacart pros, I know. I'm not even doing that bullshit where I order one thing that's eighty five dollars and say refund. No, no, no. I'm getting like normal stuff. If they don't have this half and half, get that half and half. A specific brand and size. And this doesn't matter to you. But I'm just saying, I am a good boy at this. Yes, I do you all are. this, and then I still get yelled at because I didn't. Usually, I respond pretty fast like yeah. i'm watching the app at this point because at this point i'm so afraid from being yelled at about shit that's not my fault that i'm like i i they've broken me down i'm winston smith i got rats on my head i'll do uh. whatever i'll do whatever you say let me out of room 101 or whatever and like it's not those people but it is this this system where it's just become normal and okay to have incredibly byzantine systems where everything and i'm not this is not just so we're clear here this is not anti-bureaucracy per se mm-hmm. it's it's anti this idea that like there's a Byzantine system that where it always falls upon a single person to like make that work, whether it's getting that form in or like being at the right place at the right time or like you read all the signs except this one and therefore your form can't be accepted and you can only get the blue form if you've gone through. And like if your life's not like that and your interactions with medicine, commerce, if you're 
if you don't feel that good for you, you guess what? You win. You Merlin, are doing- your doctor has sent you seven messages on my chart and you haven't replied to any of them. You laugh. I have so much to say about this. I've gotten my charted I, just, so many just times. Log, just log on to my chart. Can I tell you about the time it cost me $400 to have a, a 50-minute meeting with a 16-year-old kid in a t-shirt who was an osteopath? Did I tell you about that? And then they told me it was going to collection. And I said, well, that's interesting because my wife never misses an opportunity to tell me we have the best insurance in the world. And yet somehow now this fucking kid, okay, well, there's that. Okay. You're, well, you know what? I finally did go. I was like, I'm so fucking sick of doing these. I'd added mm. the, a filter to get rid of these. And you know what the my chart was telling me? My mm. primary care physician, whom I've never seen, is retiring. Oh, no. So now i got to go find... Now it's my job. Oh, by the way, did I mention, John, my doctor I've never seen? I have to oh. go find another primary care physician. We took my kid to the emergency room last, last week, and oh, everything no. went fine. Everything went oh, fine. But okay. my f- people around me... Mm. Let me just say, mm-hmm. if you're fat, if you're queer, mm-hmm. if you're neurodiverse, going to the doctor is a fucking nightmare. Oh, I can't imagine. And people, well, no, no, no. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like kind of at least two of those things. <laughs> like, you don't understand how stressful it is for me to go to the doctor. Oh, and like, I do. but just ask any of your friends who are considered heavy by BMI bullshit standards. Mm-hmm. Doctors treat them like shit. And it's not because it's not healthy. It's because they hate fat people. Yeah, they just need to eat less and exercise. And what have I find, you, have I, you thought about that? Have you thought about that? <laughs> The have you considered I, eating less than exercising? I don't know how. I think it might have had to do with parking yesterday. I was on. You're the pre-diabetic. I oh no, really? I'm pre-heart heart heart loss. I yeah. I I said I said here's the thing. This is the problem with power. This is the problem with institutions. Is if is, is if you wanted to get real crazy for a minute and just just follow me on principle, you don't have to agree with me. But I want you to think about a thought technology, which is this: power is the ability to describe what makes something normal and therefore something I should care about, mm. or what makes it something abnormal, and that makes it something I mostly need to punish. Yeah. Ask yourself how much power, whether that's insurance coverage. We were talking about how the BMI you know, came along, which is a pretty fucking crazy story. It's total right. bullshit. Right. Or the things and were like- changing. They're changing it now. Well, and it doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. But also, how did we arrive at 98.6? Well, we had a, a sample of like a handful of European men, and we said, oh, they have roughly the same temperature. That must be it. I run. Or, a, I run a little. A little cool. Ninety six point nine. But you know, every single one of these things, it's like, and I, I don't want to get into the whole thing about that. But I'm just saying that, like, power, power, and institutions are really about the ability to. This thing that seems, uh, if you're a child, probably seems pretty innocent, which is defining what's normal. Mm-hmm. But once you get to define what's normal, you also then. You get to decide what slice of the pie equals normal. And what is normal? Normal is this is covered by your insurance. Oh, yeah. Right? Normal is that we can see you in this amount of time and not that amount of time. Normal is, well, sir, you missed your window because the form wasn't in on time. Mm. But also, but like, and and this is, uh, admittedly, this is at least a couple different issues because part of the normalcy with which I... I, I wish I had more normal was to be able to deal with stuff like the forms and stuff like that. But I also despise, we took my kid in and I'm going to leave out a whole bunch of anecdotes and come down to one anecdote, which is at least three or four times. Now, see, I say this to my wife, I say this to my kid and they look at me like I'm out of my fucking mind. I said, did you notice how many times the doctor said to go follow up with your primary care physician? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, yeah, that's how the system works. There's a primary. I, I look, honey, yeah. I've been to the doctor. I understand how that works. But do you notice how many times they said that? Every time the doctor says that, you know what I hear? We're done here. 
<laughs> and I also here. hear, yeah, yeah, I know. So, so let me, let me give you a trick question. So be ready. Um, oh yeah. Be sure to follow up soon with your primary care physician. Okay. A person you've never met. What if you don't retirement? have a primary care physician? Aha. Trick question, Merlin. We have everybody here that's in the hospital must have insurance. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Well, we're all insured. So therefore we must have a primary care physician. And I'm sure everybody listening to this has an amazing relationship with their quote unquote primary care physician, which might as well be like saying from now on your customer service person is Linda, whether or not it's Linda. It's, 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 a, it's a fucking warm body that has a number associated with it for the system. I'm, but, a, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet you remember uh, this story from 10 years ago. But yeah. I, you know, I had a primary care dentist. Oh, a, I sure remember. A woman I knew, a, a person I liked, somebody that I would sit and talk, to, talk about mud honey with. And uh, she sent me to an orthodontist because I needed to have braces and my wisdom teeth out before I could have the corrective surgery where they were going to break my jaw and put it on top of my head. That's the and thing that got. You were yeah. here when she had that, remember? I was. I was. And they were going to fasten it to the top of my head with bolts or whatever it was. <laughs> it depends and, on your coverage. And so I... <laughs> I you went. Get, you get the brass bolts with this package. Oh yeah, because uh, I only have the I only have the silver plan. But I went to that. You could upgrade your iCloud. And I got those braces, and I wore braces as a forty-year-old man for two and a half years. Got all four of my wisdom teeth taken out, which were not. There was nothing wrong with them. My mouth had plenty of room for them. They gotta make but room. Got all four of them taken out so that the whatever the circular saw that needed to get in there could get in there, and then went to the surgeon that literally had a Porsche parked in a private parking spot out in front of his place, went in, sat down. He was this guy that, you know, that looked like Doc from, uh, from Back to the Future. It wasn't Mr. Guy. That was Dr. Guy. This is Dr. Guy. And he said, okay, well, we're ready to go. We've got, you know, <sighs> the braces. We've got the thing. So just go out and talk to my receptionist, Brenda, and we'll set up your thing. And I went and stood at the counter while Brenda said, oh, it looks like your plan doesn't cover this surgery. Okay. But the surgery is only $60,000, and we can put you on a payment plan. Well, they can put that on Klarna in four easy yeah. payments. Where yeah. it's only $1,200 a month or whatever. That's actually for not that bad, John. 7000 for, 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 for taking a circular saw to your head, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, well, this is, you know, $2,010. That's true. And I said, wait a minute. You mean... The last three years, I've been doing all of this like uh, Marquis de Sade bullshit with the with everything, and uh, and I played the Sasquatch Music Festival where my face was a hundred feet high on a screen, and I had braces. Yeah. And now you're telling me that, and so I went to my dentist, my friend. Wait, you my, think it's bad when they take stuff off your streaming service? Woof. And I said to her, "Why did we not?" know this before we went through this whole thing wouldn't this have been the first thing to figure out whether it whether we could pay for if it the, if the goal state is fixed john's face and yeah. the penultimate step is doing the surgery right yeah, the penultimate step to the end state is this thing, and I mean, I'm even going to take everything you're saying here with a grain of salt. Like, why haven't, why wasn't, why did, shouldn't we have talked about this or done more research on this before we got to this particular stage this this time later? And what she said was a version of a polite, medicalized. Uh, you know, all of a sudden the conversation got very professional. Oh. We were not talking about mud honey anymore, sir. And she said, <laughs> sir. Well. 
although I was the one that set all this in motion, and although I was the one that was going to bring this all to a close at the end by finally putting your uh, your uh, titanium bolt in that was going to hold the missing tooth that was the problem. That this is Doctor Guy speaking all, here. This is Doctor Lady. Doctor Lady. Although we were going to, we were going to go. This was all about replacing this tooth that we couldn't do until your teeth were straight and your jaw was broken and your thing and thing and thing. Mm -hmm. And even though that all started here in this office, this is where the old lady first swallowed a fly. <laughs> this is where the lady first swallowed the fly. She said, in 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 a certain tone and in a certain way, she said, "I was. I am not your project manager. You needed to. Know, you needed to figure out." the insurance uh -huh. and you needed to be the one that, that put all this together. And I said, I don't know how to find my insurance card in my wallet. When I get pulled over, I know it's in there, but there's also a lot of other stuff in there, including some notes I've been taking on the war the, the coming war on Mars. Yeah. And it's going to take me f 40 minutes with the cop standing there tapping their foot. And the thing is, I can entertain a cop for 40 minutes. That is a skill set I have. The cop won't be mad because mm -hmm. we'll be talking about all kinds. Oh, the cop loves me. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how to find the card. And you're telling me I needed to look into the future four years, although nobody told me, and figure out whether my insurance was going to pay for the the penultimate and but most also, but also did the, one of the most pecan parks. And now, if I could say, now you are the weirdo. Yeah. Oh, not only the weirdo, but all sir, of that. Sir, why, why, please, sir, the, the, calm down. The, the picture I have of me on the festival stage where I'm 100 feet high uh, in front of uh, 40,000 people and I've got braces on, that's my fault too. And you look like a Sasquatch in, in Metropolis? Like I was just doing that because you told me. And I will do anything you tell me to do. If someone I trust comes to me and says, I need you to stick your head in a bucket of water for 20 minutes, I will go, okay, sure. I, I'll, I'll wear braces. I'll get my wisdom teeth taken out. I'll let you break my jaw in half. You're the expert. Just tell me what I'm supposed to do. But I needed to know to check my insurance and nobody told me to do that. And that was something I should have just known as a normal and now I'm here three years into this and, and tens of thousands of dollars into it. And the whole thing is a wash mm -hmm. because I don't have $50,000. John, that must've been, I still, I mean, that was 10 years ago and I still every morning wake up, look at my fake tooth that's glued into my mouth right. and go, wasn't there another way we could have done this? Like, wasn't, but and, and, uh, that sucks so much. And it's certainly not the only time that's happened. So, so, so a couple, couple just real quick final things here. So the other part, the one part is like when you go to the hospital, you go to wherever, you go to an institution, and there's always this like profession, when I say professionalization, I mean, by that I also mean impersonal kind of feeling, which is fine. Because like, you know, you can't, if you're on oncology, you can't 
you can't cry all day, right? Whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But like, but you say to somebody, blah, 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 follow up with your primary care. And every time they said primary care person, I just I kept ringing in my head of like, get back in the system, get in the system, get in the system. And if you're not in the system, why, why don't you have a primary care person? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Did you not respond to the thing about your doctor who retired? Oh, dear. And it's like, and it's like, oh, it was my. right there on my chart. All I had to do was it log was on in. my chart. Why don't, you, why don't you just do that? But like, it's also it's getting into like the thing I said a minute ago, and it's not by any means restricted to fat people, queer people, and neurodiverse people but for y'all who really fucking love going to the doctor and filling out forms can i just ask you to please just consider the idea that for some of us that's really not as fun it's not really inconvenient it is harrowing to face doing that and if you don't understand that that's okay but then let me bring it all home with the part that makes me your new favorite outsider here which comes. is which is after all of that all of the sawing open of the faces all of the eggshell all of the like infinite recursive kafka-esque stuff at the end of it somebody like john might say to that person well why didn't you tell me about that a few years ago or in my case i would say well if i'd known i had to do that i would have prepared for that because i have anxiety i have adhd i have issues with trauma and my entire life is about over preparing things and the only way that you could add so much insult to so much injury is at the end of the entire process to say to me yeah well you should have prepared better because my entire life is about fretting about things I don't need to prepare this much for because I've, I'm so trauma. I know it's not very cool. Mm. I'm so mm. traumatized by all the times that I've been told that I did it wrong. In your case, mm. well, you better go find $60,000 with your primary care, Portia. You better, you better go take care of that. Well, mm. f- but like all I do all day long is fret about fixing stuff and everybody yells at me because I fret too much about fixing stuff. And then I get into this situation where they're like, you have to go take your blue form to Mr. Buttle and get it double stamped by Mr. Tuttle and then bring that, that back and that converts it to a yellow form, but only for yesterday's visits. And I'm like, you think I'm weird because I'm so fretful about this? This is the world that I live in, and you don't see any way in which that's incredibly stressful to me. Like, I don't need you to like it. I don't need you to approve of it. But if you even potentially like me a little bit, I would love for you to try and at least understand why that's so fucking overwhelming, even when nothing is happening. Well, and this is this is the insight that I had the other day, or when I got back from my trip, which is... Which is two things. And one of them is that I am, I do not need to define this relationship with the world in terms of what I'm not capable of. Because I can walk out on a stage in front of 20,000 people with no notes and no plan and be fine. Right? You can put me Anywhere. Short of assassination, unless Paul Lazaro is out there about to take a shot at me, I'm never more comfortable than on when I'm on stage doing something that you would never in a fucking million years want to have to do. Just push me out there. Push me. Make out. it weirder. Make it harder. I Dude, I would love that. Make it make remember, it so at, strange. I would love that. You were at the XOXO where I got up and gave one of those keynote speeches on the stage, and the whole premise of the of the keynote speech was I have done zero preparation. For oh yeah, this, I saw the video a, of that. Yeah. I'm about to do a 45 yeah. minute long speech on how you can do this. I used without to do preparing. an improvised rap every Sunday night, half drunk in a gorilla suit, while I I've, called bingo numbers. I can I've I can handle that. that. That'll be fine. I've heard about that. I was Jungo. Uh, but I, you know, not only can I do that, but I could get you 
from Jerusalem to Lebanon, or to, to Beirut, uh-huh. in a day, and you won't even notice it. You won't feel it's a single bit of stress because I can do that. And the thing is, I know people celebrate me for that, right? I do not, I do not feel unappreciated for that. People go, that's what's amazing about you. We know that. We love that about you. It's just that they don't understand why every time I reach out for a doorknob, I have to remember how it works and whether or not I can do it right. And, and, I the impl- also and like, like doorknob or otherwise, what the implications are if this happens, and especially if this happens and I get it wrong. That's right. What are the implications if I open this door and what's on the other side is not what I expected? What if this today is not a closed closet, but it's a portal to another universe? Am I ready? Mm-hmm. Right. And the other thing is, I know there's n- probably nobody listening to this program that's like, oh, I love filling out forms. Right. This is the conversation that I have all the time. Nobody loves filling. Oh, out forms. come on, John. Nobody, nobody likes bureaucracy. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes, likes inconvenience. But there are there are most people or a lot of people that just see that as part of the day and they do it without they do it not only without complaining, but without really. It's like, here comes the filling out forms part. I do that is. all the time. Whereas sure. I'm like, Ugh. but you know, my daughter's mother slash partner has 75 tabs open on her computer and she knows what each one of them is. My, my family fills out forms on an iPhone. Right. I know, and the, but it's, and it's, it's like, no big deal. Oh. My kids like, oh, I got to get this clearance form for my one of my two jobs this summer, and I'm like, ah, 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 ah. like all all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go lay down for a little while. Like, I need to get out of the room where people are filling out forms on an iPhone. So I recognize that nobody likes and uh, that you know, big quotes, nobody likes filling out forms. Suck it up, right? And so this is just a thing that we all have to do, including yeah. you. And also, I do get celebrated for the things I'm good at. But what I'm trying to figure out is how to define myself in the world without saying to every single person, hey, (laughs) before we get started, I'm terrible at this, and I can't explain why, and I know it sounds crazy to you that somebody would actually consider that the closed closet is a portal to another universe every time they're about to open it. I know that sounds crazy, and I can't excuse it anymore, and I also... I need to have pride in myself. And, I, and I'm not ready to just say, this, this is who I will be, let alone who I want to be. That's exactly right. Do I'm I want to say... be fucking great at just standing in line for Japanese pancakes because it's something that people do? Do I want to get great? Why aren't you on Facebook? I sent you a thing on Facebook and you didn't get it. <laughs> well, did you accidentally send it to Franz Kafka? Because I haven't been on Facebook in 10 years. What the fuck are you talking about? Do I want to get good at that making sense to me? I just don't know if that's me anymore at that point. For so, for 40 years, people have been handing me a piece of paper with a phone number written on it going, I found the phone number of the painting company. And I have said, I really want to get better at this. I'm really going to try next time to get better at this. But I don't believe anymore that that is true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that that's true. I'm not going to say that anymore. But they, keep, not, they do keep handing you the number. They keep handing me the phone number, and mm-hmm. I need, and I'm really trying. You know, everybody says, like, well, why don't you talk? I'm really trying to ask for help. And what I'm, uh, what I'm seeing is, oh, they could have helped me all along. They, the, the help. Or maybe we're cursed. 
I wouldn't well, catastrophize. I wouldn't catastrophize every one of. Do you think I fucking enjoy this? Do you think I would catastrophize all of this shit if I didn't have a reason for it? Yeah. Which is like then when it does fall apart, then guess what? It's my fault again, and I get yelled at because I did it wrong. And and it's 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 it's. I mean, this, this I can take this back to, for example, like, why do I never want to get stuff repaired? Like, when a guy came to fix our oven and then permanently broke our oven, and it turned out that we had a kind of oven that couldn't be replaced. And then, of course, everybody chimes in and says, well, you should do this, and you should do that, and you should sue this person and that person. Mm. And I'm like, are you nine? Like, it's, uh, maybe. Are you nine or am I nine? I, I, I am. I might be nine. I, I, I'm nine, and here's the phone number. Well, well then how would you ever get yourself in a situation like that? I was like, I didn't get myself into fucking anything. I did. Com- I did. I have done nothing but do things that are completely within normal parameters until I've been given every reason to believe that. W- <laughs> I'm not going to say it. We live amongst incredibly inhumane <laughs> systems, and people who've learned how to get with it. I envy them, but I don't want to be them. No, I can't. I will never again say, yeah, I really want to. Try and I get, get up good at five. At I want to get good at phone number. Yeah, or get go, or go for a run. I know that's not a cure for depression. I and was the thing bullied is, into what I ordered at dinner last night by our waiter. Were you? I was bullied you? Into, just just for a quiet life. I finally agreed to what this obviously very coked up twenty three year old man with a goatee said. Just because it was becoming very, I can't get into the whole thing. We had a yeah. very, I had a really nice Father's Day, but it did. At a certain point, he kept so much telling me how we like to prepare the food here that I oh. finally agreed to, to what he said, and then my family had to stifle a laugh because they knew exactly what was happening. Like I was I, basically the Jason had had finally worn me down, and I was like George Harrison, Paul. I'll play anything you want me to play. If you don't or want I, me to play, I won't play I won't anything play at all. <laughs> if you think that I should get this, this my Father's Day steak. If you think that I should get it pepper encrusted and with a table side butter presentation, I will mm. do it. And so you know what came out? A steak with pepper on it and mm. a round pad of butter. Oh. And a Latin American man walked out with a lighter and held it there until the butter melted. Oh no! And I said thank you to both of them. Oh, thank you. It cost extra. I, I, I feel strongly, I feel strongly about, about this because, because I also feel for a long time, and, and I know you feel this way too, that when you and I say, listen, we're special, that I can already tell it's going to make us beloved. (laughs) Well, that we also feel a really guilty and stupid. Ugh. But also, all I think about, all I think about, is how shitty all, I am at this. Also, that when I say I'm, I was put on this earth not to herd sheep, but to stand on top of a rock and watch other dogs herd sheep. <clears throat> that that sounds like some kind of humble brag or some kind of thing where I'm putting myself above other people. You're cut out for bigger, better things. Yeah, and that you and I, when we're like, we can't fill out forms, that everyone who hears it <laughs> thinks what we're saying is we're above filling out forms. And all you people who can fill out forms are some kind of lesser bots uh, or non-player characters, and we're the only ones in the world who are stars. But, well, and, the, the, to, 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 to just conjoin the analogies that people who enjoy being lapdogs love filling out forms and that's then right. we won't do it because we think we're better than everybody uh, yeah and that being a being a lapdog is somehow if i thought filling out or- forms could fix this buddy i would fill out forms it's just the forms just lead to more forms more miscommunications more misunderstandings and the more that you agree to stick your fucking hand into the gears of this system the more deeply it will chew you up and then bill you for it i don't personally feel like a wolf is a stronger 
or better dog than a Shih Tzu. I don't even know if I could pick a Shih Tzu out of a dog lineup, but I know that people like them and that they're little, I think. Um, But that doesn't change the fact that I'm a different kind of dog. And to be that dog and to say, I'm not ashamed of being this dog. The world no longer has a use for me, but evolution, I'm, I'm talking directly to John Syracuse now, evolution does not work fast enough uh-uh, uh-uh. to have, uh, to have changed the, you know, like I am still a prehistoric dog <laughs> and I'm living in a world where people put out bowls for dogs. Mm-hmm. You're a Neolithic I, Martian leader. <laughs> I can't, li- I can't eat out of a bowl. No. It's not. Bowls haven't been invented yet, John. It's not what God, uh, you know, Bloody it's not how God folk. made me, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not a, you know, I'm not saying like I'm a, I'm a superior dog. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a different dog. What's the Winston Smith that finally learned to love Big Brother? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Father's Day. (laughs) Happy Father's Day to you. I'm sorry that the guy melted your steak with a lighter. That's the oh craziest thing I've ever heard. Oh my God, he was heard. so fucking...